Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Lance's House of Sports. Don't forget to rate the podcast, share it with a friend, and tune in weekly for weekly podcasts. And we're back to another episode of Lance's House of Sports. And this is the biggest episode of the year, as we've been waiting for this week all season long. And it's officially here And man, are we getting a great one this weekend. It's just for the fifth time in history, I believe, that Ohio State and the team up north are matching up as two undefeated squads as the Buckeyes are traveling to Ann Arbor to take on J.J. McCarthy and the Jim Harbaugh-less Michigan Wolverines. (laughs) With that being said, my name's Lance Wyatt. Welcome to the show here with my boy Ben Gabriel in the living room of... You know, we got to come up with a name with this place because just saying Ben Gabriel's living room doesn't sound too exciting, but welcome to the show, Ben. We got a lot to talk about regarding the game. We do. We do. I'm nervous. (laughs) Yeah. Aren't we all? And (laughs) with the excitement leading up to the game, Michigan first started off as a five-point favorite in this game. The spread is now moving down to three and a half in favor of Michigan. Honestly... It's understandable with how the crowd's going to be over there in Ann Arbor. But let's get right into the numbers. As we look at the similar matchups that we've seen all year long uh, between these two teams as they faced off a bunch of Big Ten foes. But the main focus point in this game, in my opinion, is the defense from both sides of these teams. But I'm curious what you think, Ben, um, just first aspect going into this game. What's going to be the main focus point for both of these teams? I think it's going to be the quarterback play because okay. I don't think the uh, I don't think anybody has questions about either defense. I think both everybody knows that both defenses are really good, but a lot of people have questions about Kyle McCord mm-hmm. and you know JJ McCarthy looked great to begin the season, but the last couple of weeks he hasn't looked great. So I think there's some questions still around him and how he'll perform against a top defense that Ohio State has. And a weird thing that kind of very much correlates with what you just said. I mean, last couple of weeks JJ McCarthy has been performing as well as he has been all year. And those have actually been the two games that uh, Harbaugh has not been there to coach on the field. Granted, he did miss uh, the first couple games of the season as well as he was suspended for another reason. It was more of a recruiting situation, but not as serious as the one we're dealing with now. I wouldn't say a cheeseburger's as big as sign stealing, but, (laughs) but he's suspended for just as long for that as well. I mean, yeah, Michigan, first in the nation in defense, Ohio State, third in the nation in defense. But what do you think of the running game from both these teams? Because I really think, you know, Michigan's been dominant. I mean, they have one of the best offenses in the league as well, not just one of the best defenses. And they've been doing that through their run game. You, how, how well do you think Blake Corum's going to be able to run the ball against these Buckeyes? And what do you think Ohio State needs to do? Do you think we need to put our main focus on Blake Corum? Or do you think we need to make sure J.J. McCarthy doesn't beat us? You know, I think we should stack the box. Yeah. Seven, eight guys. Make J.J. McCarthy throw. Because I think our, our DBs... Besides Roman Wilson, I don't think their wide receivers are very good, and I think our DBs would be able to match up man-to-man. Yeah. You know, last week versus Maryland, they had 150 yards rushing. Did you watch that game? Uh, I watched a little bit of it from afar. Um, they did not look good at all. Yeah, no. It I mean, horrible. I mean, their defense looked fantastic, but yeah. it was like the same thing like when we talked about the Ohio State-Penn State game. It's just Drew Aller was just nothing like anyone, I think, in the country was expecting going into the season. I mean, he was just straight up horrendous. 
So, I mean, I don't really give a lot of credit to Michigan's defense for that type of play. Yeah. But I was just really underwhelmed with J.J. McCarthy's stats. I mean, do you have a stats from uh, the Maryland or, game last oh, week? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're talking about the Maryland game? Yeah. They won by seven. Yeah, It was 31-24. J.J. McCarthy was 12 for 23 with 141 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, um, yeah, no. I mean, he was, he's been underwhelming the last couple yeah. weeks. But I mean, they had to run the ball 45 times last week. They ran the ball with six different people. So it's almost like we got to expect a lot more of that this coming week. They're going to run the ball. They're yeah. going to try to push us around like they think they've been doing. But I don't I don't know. I just don't think that like I can't give credit to Michigan anymore. Yeah. Like so much stuff has come out like they fired their middle linebacker coach because he's deleting evidence. And now the Big Ten says they're done probing around. But the NCAA still has a big investigation going on. And yeah. I just like I don't know if the last two years we lost because they were better or because they were cheating. Like, there's no way to tell anymore. So I guess and, the... And there's really no way to tell we're gonna find how dominant Saturday. their offense really is because, like you said, when we were just off air... Their offense might be good, but I'm not... I'm more more worried about their... They're taking... It's for their defense and their offense. I mean, their offense has been... I think the sign stealing has gone both ways, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, defensive signs from other teams and offensive signs. And versus TCU, they didn't have either, and... They couldn't stop shit. Yeah, their offense looked good, but TCU didn't have a good defense. But they're they couldn't stop TCU because they didn't know what plays they were running. They weren't cheating. <laughs> so, are you expecting a more of a low scoring game or a high scoring game in this one? Because yeah, we got two top three defenses in the, the nation. Guys are going to come out, and you know, I think Marvin Harrison will have a big day. Mm -hmm. I just don't see him not getting open. I'm more worried about Kyle McCord getting him the ball. I'm expecting them to be double teaming them all game long, though. Don't yeah, you think? I don't think like, it matters. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I agree. He's a beast. Um, just put him in a crossing route, dude. No one can run with him. Yeah. And the, I, I just feel like, you know, looking at J.J. McCarthy's stats, they're just so bloated up because, you know, they're, the talent they've been facing all year is not really not really good at all, honestly. I mean, their only key Besides matchup was Penn State. And was Penn he State only threw and, the ball eight times. Yeah. And he had less than 100 yards in that game, right? Yeah. With an interception. It was a Blake Corm show. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know. JJ, I think J.J. McCarthy's kind of – Mid. Michigan's going to win or die with Blake Corum, honestly. I mean, he has almost 900 yards on the year with 20 yeah. touchdowns. Um, it's him and Donovan Edwards. Yeah, and Donovan Edwards, he's been more of the receiving back for them yeah. this year. They're both great. I like Those are the definitely, like in my opinion, probably the two best players on that team. Yeah. I just... I think Roman Wilson, their receiver, he's the one receiver we're going to have to specifically keep our eye out for weapon-wise, down the field. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I'm expecting a lot of short passes from J.J. McCarthy um, because I don't think we're going to let them... I mean, granted, yeah, we're going to stack the box, but when we're you know expecting pass, I don't think we're going to let J.J. McCarthy beat us over top. No, we haven't let anyone do that all year long. Yeah, um, and I don't know if he's capable of doing that. I don't think he's good enough to beat us over the top. I mean, a lot of NFL prospects think he's good enough. Projected top 10 pick. Maybe, <laughs> maybe when he knows the plays the defense is running. Yeah. But he hasn't the past couple weeks, and it's pretty obvious, in my opinion. I mean, he looked terrible the past two weeks. So, I mean, just looking at the similar matchups from, you know, the teams we've faced, we've both faced all season long. I mean, you know, we beat Minnesota 37-3 to while they stomped on Minnesota 52-10. to You know, they dominated Michigan State 49 to nothing. We beat them 38-3. to Penn State, they won 24-15. to We won 20-12. to So, all these games are very similar. Yeah. Um, and – I don't know. Like, we didn't score as many points, I guess, but what, that Minnesota game, all of our starters were out by yeah, the halfway was, point of the third quarter. I yeah. Mean, 
And I mean, there was a few other games as well. Like we outscored them when we played Maryland compared to them. Um, Purdue was about the same. The only one that stood out to me was the Indiana game. You know, we won 23 to three while they won 52 to seven, but that was our first game of the year. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, we needed a game to get going. for Kyle McCord. Yeah. So I wouldn't hold too much against them for that. But, you know, making game picks now with this with this game just a few days away <laughs> with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Tomorrow. In the big house. <laughs> who, are you, who are you taking in this game as the public has been all over the Buckeyes all week with over 80% of the bets as wow. of right now on Ohio State? I'm still taking Ohio State. Yeah. I think they're America's team this week. Every college football <laughs> fan in the country wants Michigan to lose except yeah. for Michigan fans. Which is weird because Jim Harbaugh called his Michigan squad America's team. No, they're scumbags. Which they're I cheaters. didn't understand at all. <laughs> they're cheaters. Everybody knows they're cheaters. No one likes them right now. I can't wait to see him get fired. I cannot wait to see yeah, him get right. fired. See him try and find a job elsewhere see their, in the NFL. See their whole program just lose all their wins from the past three years. It'll yeah. be great. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be just what we need. I'm right there with you. I'm taking the Buckeyes. I just don't see anyone slowing us down on either side of the ball, honestly, because... Granted, looking at our defense, yeah, we're we are because we're first in the nation in passing defense. Yeah, um, right in front of Michigan, but we're twenty first in the nation in rushing, while Michigan's ninth as we give up a hundred yards a game on the ground. But I feel like when you look look at the eye test, look at our defense, look at our front line, look at our linebackers. I don't think anyone is going to be able to run run the ball on us. Yeah, and I don't think Blake Corum's going to change that. Our running defense, I mean, twenty first isn't great, but it's probably ranked twenty first because. Teams don't want to pass the ball against us. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's going to be the same thing Saturday. I think Michigan's going to do a lot of running. It's going to be cold. There's no snow right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think we're going to get it done. Yeah. I'm expecting a very, it's weird that I'm about to say this because obviously this is a, the biggest rivalry game in the world, but I'm expecting kind of a clean game, not a lot of turnovers. I think uh, Michigan's going to be very conservative. I think the one thing I'm worried about is making sure Kyle McCord doesn't turn the ball over. Um, but with the weapons we have, if he plays the system right, he's which pretty, he talked about yeah. it, we've been game planning for Michigan all year. This isn't something we prepare just a week in advance. We prepare for them all season long. I think this is going to be the best game we see from Kyle McCord all season. I hope so. And I mean, he, he's been really good this season at not making mistakes, big mistakes, turning yeah. it over. Mm-hmm. The biggest mistake he almost had was that Penn State fumble. Yeah. That almost lost us the game, but didn't happen. <laughs> no, we got lucky. Yeah. I mean, you never know where the ball's going to bounce once it uh, hits the turf. But, I mean, I, I don't know. 66% completion rate, I'm satisfied with that, honestly, just because I know he's not to the level of a superstar. Yeah. Um, but I know he's able to get the ball to Marvin Harrison, which is all I'm really worried about. Emeka Ibuka, his stats have kind of been way down compared to last year's. He had yeah. over 1,000 receiving yards last year. Um He's only had uh, 427 yards and three touchdowns this season, um, less than half of what he was at last year with just one game to play. Are we expecting another huge Emeka Ibuka game? Because I know you said a double team may not even be able to slow down Marv, but uh, if he's the easiest target, I'm all for it for Kyle McCord. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope we I hope we get a Travion game. I hope yeah, he rushes 100%. for 150, two touchdowns. Yeah. You know? That should be our go-to. And you could argue that Travion Henderson is one of the best backs in the nation right now, especially oh, yeah. with the way he's playing. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I don't know how it's possible, but he got faster like, yeah. throughout the season. It's he crazy. Did. He did. I, I don't agree. know if he was coming off an injury or... I just, I don't think I've ever seen the type of explosiveness yeah. that I saw from him um, that we saw last week, especially when he uh, 
what was it, a 75-yard rushing touchdown or something yeah, like that? Start the third quarter. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. just don't, I just don't see us blowing this game. <laughs> two, in, two in a row. Um, we got a chip on our shoulder. Um, Michigan's without their head coach. Um, we got the most weapons in the nation, one of the best running games, one of the best passing games. I got OSU – by a touchdown, at least. You think we whoop ass? I think I think we whoop ass <laughs> because because honestly, when you look at the history from these two programs matching up, especially over the last ten years, there's only been like one, maybe two games where it was a one score game. Yeah, you know, other than that, it's just complete domination from one team. Yeah, and I think I think we see that again this weekend. Granted, it's gonna be it's gonna be a two touchdown game, and it's still gonna feel like it's neck and neck. Yeah. You know, like it's gonna be tight. All the way down to the uh, end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, but I just think, I think we make less mistakes. I think we make JJ McCarthy beats us. I think he makes a couple mistakes. I think Henderson has another huge game to yeah. send us into the Big Ten championship. Yeah, I agree. I hope. What I hope. are what are what's your? Uh, I don't know. I was gonna say what's your favorite prop, but I would take I would take Marvin hundred yards, Trayvon Henderson hundred yards, comma cord, no turnovers. That's what we need. I don't know if I'd take that, but. I don't think he'll turn it over. That's what I'm saying. Because if he turns the ball over, then we're in trouble. Yeah. We have to, our defense has to cause some turnovers. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. If we don't force any turnovers, I don't, our probability of winning goes down. I think we'll be, I think we'll be fine. I mean, I am a little worried about, because I think we need to pressure JJ McCarthy. We need yeah. to, we need to get the ball out of his hands quick. That's not really what we've been known for under this Jim Knowles defense. Yeah. We're more of a team that plays into coverage and doesn't let teams beat us. In the air or on the ground, yeah. um, we just—I don't—I don't know exactly how to explain it, but we're like—we have one of the fewest uh, sacks, tackles for loss in the conference, but we have the best ranking in the nation when we're talking about defense. Yeah. So um, McCarthy's going to get a lot of time to do his thing. It's just uh, whether he can pick apart our defense, and I just don't see that happening, especially with the way we're playing right now. Yeah. No, I think it'll be a uh, probably low scoring. Over unders at forty six. Eighty percent of the eighty percent of the public's on that as well. The under? The over. The over. Eighty nine percent the public's on the over. So the under's hitting. So yeah. So the, <laughs> under, the under looks really good. <laughs> like twenty one seventeen. I could see it. I want to mind that. Just because even like in the Penn State game, like you gotta give credit to Penn State defense. Like they only gave up twenty points to us, they only gave up twenty four to Penn or to Michigan. And our defenses are better than Penn State's. Yeah. So, so I could see a, a game, low scoring game, a very low scoring game going down to the wire. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Buckeyes, twenty four seventeen. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I just think the most important part for our offense is getting touchdowns in the red zone. I feel like we've been yeah. so bad at it all year, mm-hmm. and against a team like Michigan, we're not gonna get away with just kicking field goals all day. Yeah, I agree. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, we won't win like that. So yeah, uh, gotta finish in the red zone. Michigan does have a better uh, conversion rate on third down compared to us, but but they know the defense plays, so that probably factors into that stat. Don't say that. They do. Don't say that. What do you mean? It's true. <laughs> it's actually true. Like I know. there's so much evidence now. Like yeah, no, I I know. I mean I know. It's I not. Just, it's not just it's like not something I want to believe anymore. It's I got. I got. I got complete faith in Ryan Day that the entire game plan is going to be switched up. All of our play calling is going to be switched up. Well, I don't think they're doing it. I'm anymore. not too worried about it because Stallions reported to their middle linebacker coach. Yeah, or no, not their no. middle line, their linebacker but, coach. But the information that they've had for the past two years, they still 
It's the, still in their brain while they deleted the evidence. Well, they can't. They on all memorize the technology. our signs. They need those sheets. If they don't have yeah. those sheets, they won't know our signs. Yeah, but no one can find paper sheets, right? They had found paper sheets. Did they? They got leaked. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they did the self-inflicted ban. Yeah. And they fired that's just the middle the Big Ten coach. punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NCAA hasn't completed their investigation yet. Which we should expect more this offseason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything will happen this season. That's though. also something to definitely keep an eye on, but there's nothing bigger <laughs> than the game this Saturday at noon. Um, so definitely you're not going to want to miss that game. Some other things that we probably need to bring up as we do our uh, little Thanksgiving episode. I'm sorry to have to do this to you. Yeah. Another QB down for the year, your boy, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, what's this mean for your Bengals and for the rest of the season and for their future? Honestly, as it's Future's most fine. likely that they're going to leave. It's most likely that they're going to lose T-, T. Higgins this off season. Future's fine. Bengals are fine. I mean, we're not going to have a good season now. Yeah, we'll finish last in the division. You know, but it's it's fine. It's a yeah. humbling year for us. I think we came in expecting to win. Things didn't go our way. We lost our QB, you know. Team looked like they lost their mojo after Joe Burrow went out in that Ravens game. Yeah. They didn't really look like they wanted to be there anymore. I mean, maybe we get a good draft pick. You know, maybe we only win six games and we get a top 15 pick. So you got no faith in Jake Browning at all? No. I mean, yeah, he he was an undrafted free agent. He didn't look terrible in 2019. when he played on Sun, Monday, Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, but uh, I don't care about how the rest of the season goes and this like in regards to our record yeah you know if we win 10 games great if we win six games we get a good draft pick mm-hmm. if we win 10 games you know we get a shitty draft pick we probably lose in the first round of the playoffs to yeah the ravens or you know <laughs> anybody <laughs> yeah anybody and that's that you know so i think i'd rather us get a good pick you know i was talking to you about it the other day maybe some brock bowers Maybe. I would love that. You would need a pretty good pick to get a man like Brock Bowers. He's probably, he's in the he's a top ten guaranteed. Is he? I think we can trade up. I what think if we trade, I think he should be top five. What if we trade T? I think he's a top five talent. No. He, what if we trade T? How for many a good years pick? is left on his deal? I thought this was the last year on his contract. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. I mean, possibly. Uh, <laughs> I think you guys are gonna be fine though. I just I think it's such a big deal because it's just another name added to the list. Of oh, it's terrible for the of franchise quarterbacks that's done for the year. Yeah, and it's killing the quarterback market for the future for future quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, it's just terrible for the NFL. Yeah, nobody I mean, wants nobody's going to go watch a Bengals game anymore. Yeah, like their viewership just went down fifty percent. Yeah, you know, for the rest of the season. Yeah, no, I mean, there's now six quarterbacks that we've seen done for the year, and there's been more that have been out for weeks at a time. Yeah. Um, but a quarterback that hasn't been out for the year has been lucky, hasn't been dealing with any injuries. A man that is balling like none other, having one of the best rookie seasons that I've ever witnessed. It's our boy CJ Stroud from Ohio State. Yeah. Um, he's been getting win after win after win for his Houston Texans team. Um, we were talking about it a little bit last week. Just another week to feed into that energy. Can CJ Stroud actually win the MVP? Yeah. He definitely can. There's no reason he can't win the MVP. I don't know if he will, but he definitely has a shot if he keeps playing like this. I mean, he's balling. Yeah. He's balling. He's It's like the best rookie season I've I ever mean, seen. I mean, it's no joke when I say he's having one of the best rookie seasons of all time. And I mean, his like numbers any sport, are unreal. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. 
I mean, just threw for 300 yards once again against the Arizona Cardinals. He did have – he had more turnovers than he's ever had in his career so far in the NFL with in four, any, I believe. In any, call, in any football game he's ever played, and he's never thrown three picks. I believe that, honestly. <laughs> Except but, for Sunday. Yeah. But, I mean, one thing that I did like, he still threw 73%. And we were talking about that last week, how he needs to get his percentage up. 27 for 37, 336 yards, um, and he's doing it with Tank Dell, another rookie receiver that was drafted late. Yeah, he looked great, too. I don't know. He's definitely winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, 100%. It's almost guaranteed CJ, now. CJ, yeah. yeah. He's a beast. They're currently sitting at 6-4. and four. They're sitting in the wild card spot. And the next three matchups, they're home against Jacksonville, home against Denver, and on the road against the New York Jets. Three winnable games, in my opinion. And yeah. then they finished the season off twice against the Titans. They have the Cleveland Browns and the Indianapolis Colts. Texans are going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. That's what yeah. it looks like. They could win a 10 games, 11 games this season. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> and if that if that doesn't show Texans fans that you guys are going to be Super Bowl contenders for years to come, then I don't know what is. I mean, trading Deshaun Watson was the best move the Texans made in a long time. Yeah, I agree. And it was something that not a lot of people were expecting because Deshaun Watson was a franchise quarterback over there in Houston. Yeah. And now he's another man that's done for the season um, for Cleveland as they've moved on to Dorian Thompson Robinson, which he got his first career win in the NFL against the Pittsburgh Steelers this past weekend. Yeah. And it was the, and it was that loss for the Pittsburgh Steelers against Dorian Thompson Robinson that officially pushed Matt Canada over the edge as he's now out of the organization. They let him go, relieved him of his duties, um, I think this was 11 weeks too late for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but they're still sitting in good position also at six and four um, with a chance to potentially make a playoff push. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, Matt Canada needed to go. He's, he's proved nothing since yeah. he's been there. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> proved nothing. Offense has been bad for the past two years. It's a good, good to get him out. I and now, it's going to be a fresh start for them on offense, hopefully. But now the tide kind of shifts over for the Steelers to Kenny Pickett. A lot more stress is going to be put on his shoulders as there's no more excuses for them in that offense. I mean, granted, yeah, they're just bringing it. It's an interim. They're moving up their quarterback coach to be the new offensive coordinator. So obviously he's been working with Kenny Pickett all season. I think this is, you know, this, what is it? A, what week are we in? Week 12 now? Yeah, we're in week 12 now in the NFL. Only six more weeks um, for Kenny Pickett to prove himself in this league because if he doesn't pick up his play, he's not he's not going to be a starter in the NFL much longer. No, he looks kind of terrible. Kind of terrible? Very terrible. I mean, he has a 60% completion rate on the season. He has yet to throw for 300 yards once. He's thrown for 200 yards only five times in their 10 games played, which I know you're like, okay, that's half the time, but we're talking about 200 yards for a starting NFL quarterback. That's not That's not good at all. And he only averages 172 passing yards a game. And doesn't he only he's only thrown like six touchdowns in his career? Well, he has six touchdowns on the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he has 13 touchdowns in his career. Passing touchdowns? He has 13 passing touchdowns and 13 interceptions on his career. So in fucking 17, how many games have played? In, in 28 games, he's thrown 13 touchdowns and 13 picks. Um, and he's played 23 games. Okay. Um, he I think he missed a few here and That's there. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Seeing that, you know, guys like CJ Stroud have already thrown 18 touchdowns yeah. in the first 11 games. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, I'd give him a couple weeks, but 
they're probably looking to draft a quarterback again. Oh, without a doubt, especially with the type of quarterbacks that are going to be in this draft next year. Yeah. But at the same time, talking about that, I feel like I've seen more college students than ever talk about maybe holding out for the NFL draft. Yeah. Waiting another year, playing another year of college before going to the pros. It's NIL money. You know? Yeah. They can get paid to stay in college. And yeah. Dominate. And, and if you're not one of the top picks, you can make more money in college football than you can in the NFL your first couple of years. Yeah. 100%. Because you're on that rookie contract. Yeah. You're right. So, I mean, it's understandable. Um, we've already heard it with two top picks in Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison. Um, I know Quinn Ewers has been discussing it as well. I don't know if that's for sure, um, but that'd be huge regarding Arch Manning and his future. Um, Marvin Harrison would love him, but he'd be dumb to come back. Yeah. I mean, I college. agree. But you heard, you saw what he said, right? I did not. He, he just said he wasn't too sure if this was actually his last game played in the shoe. Said he doesn't know yet. It's big. Something to keep an eye on. I mean, yeah, of course, I'd love to take. I mean, Marvin. he's making bread. Like yeah, he is. He makes millions. I see the fits he pulls up in. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. that diamond chain he got. Normal college students aren't wearing that. No, <laughs> yeah. no, they're not. I mean, he's a professional. He's mm-hmm. in college, but he's a professional. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah, without a doubt. Oh, that's a big decision. Mm-hmm. If he goes, he'll be the second pick in the draft, maybe yeah. the first. Yeah, depending on who it is. I mean, I don't know. I'd love to see him play with Aaron Olin, but yeah, wouldn't we all? Probably not going to happen. But we we don't even know what to expect from our QB room next season. As you know, we've been known to go with the the older, more mature, more experienced guy. But that's a topic for another day. Is we got a pretty big game to worry about this Saturday. <laughs> Yeah. Um, last point I want to make, you know, we talk about the Jets and Zach Wilson all season long, ever since Aaron Rodgers went down with his injury four plays into the season. Um, another change was finally made at the quarterback spot for the Jets. They not they didn't just bench Zach Wilson. They moved him to the third string as they moved up Tim Boyle to be the new starting quarterback for the New York Jets and have Trevor Simeon as their new backup. What do you think of him being moved to the third string? And what do you what do you think that says? about uh, Zach Wilson and what Robert Sala thinks of him. <laughs> I feel like I see something about Robert Sala like every week saying like Zach Wilson is actually playing pretty well, yeah. you know, and then <laughs> now he's the third string. So I don't know. I feel like that relationship between Zach Wilson and the Jets has never been that great. Yeah. Zach Wilson. I feel like everybody except the NFL scouts knew he was going to be a bust. Somehow they were the experts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's, and now it's like I said, Tim Boyle taking over the reins of the New York Jets and, you know, he has some experience backing up Aaron Rodgers before as in 2019 and 2020, he was the backup for the Green Bay Packers. Um, and that's kind of what this offense was planning to be with Aaron Rodgers coming into it. Just an offense that Aaron Rodgers was used to playing. Offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, they're all used to him. Should we expect some excellence out of Tim Boyle in these last uh, month and a half of the season? Or is it more of a downward trend for the New York Jets until we maybe, just maybe, see an Aaron Rodgers return in the next few weeks? Yeah, I mean, if he comes back, I feel like it's because they'll be winning games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they lose the next three weeks, there's no reason for him to come back. So here's their next three weeks. Home against the Miami Dolphins. L. Give them no chance. Yeah. And then they're home against the Atlanta Falcons, which I think they have. That's a winnable. I think they have a chance. Yeah. Just because their de- their defense has impressed me this season. Yeah. Granted, they got stomped by Josh Allen and the Bills last week. But Josh Allen, it looked like he was playing with a chip on his shoulder as he's been struggling the last few weeks. Yeah, and he threw three picks week one against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. 
Kind of saw that one coming. You think Aaron Rodgers is actually going to return? As he said on the Pat McAfee show a couple days ago, that he's he thinks he's two weeks away from returning to practice. Two weeks away from I a just, torn Achilles. I just feel like it's you have such a high chance of re-injuring something like that. Yeah, without a doubt. If you don't give it enough time, and I don't, I don't think it'd be smart. But you know, he's not getting any younger, mm-hmm. so I feel like he probably wants to get all the opportunities he can to get out there. Yeah, I don't blame him. You know. The guy loves football. Yeah. But I just don't think it'd be super smart of him to go. Yeah, I agree. Just because the Jets aren't in the – they're not in a position to contend. No. I mean, you could say that Zach Wilson is their only problem, but – He probably is. <laughs> they had Aaron Rodgers. This would definitely be a Super Bowl I team. think that – I mean, their offensive line has been a problem all season as yeah. well. And But their defense You saw been... that as soon as the season started. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, there's, there's definitely a couple things, at least, on that team that needs – that still need touched up. Uh, to get ready for Rodgers. And I don't think, obviously, they that's not something they can fix until the offseason as trade deadline has been passed. Yeah. Do they have draft picks, though? Um, they trade all of them for Rodgers. No, they didn't trade all of them. They traded one. Sorry. And it was just a, it was a pick swap. It was a second for a third round swap. And what else did the. And that swap didn't even happen because Rodgers never played. So really, they didn't, they might have lost one pick. Yeah. Um, but they had to have lost Nothing something. serious. Yeah. Yeah. Because they took on that giant contract that uh-huh. he's on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why the trade wasn't super full of, you know, future picks. Yeah. But I don't know. A lot a lot to still look out for as we are winding down uh, the NFL season. Only uh, six weeks left to being played. But, man, there's only one thing on my mind right now, and it's really Ohio State-Michigan at noon. Yeah. I'm nervous about it. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. But I got, I got faith in our team. I just think we got more talent. And I've been really impressed with Jim Knowles this season. He's he's he fixed our defensive problems in one season. Yeah. Um, and I think I think they show it in the big house on Saturday. I agree. That being said, we're gonna leave it there. Get locked in, get prepared as Ohio State is leading up for their big matchup against the Wolverines in the game on Saturday at noon. Have fun watching. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, and we'll see you guys next week.